coming up this season on The Bachelorette. After the show, it's the after party there. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Tony once again from the Red Beard Podcast, and I'm hanging out with my own Becca. What's up, Becca? Hey, I know, and every night is like a fantasy suite. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is, and uh, I get to wake up with you every day, and it's amazing. Well, technically, but I don't look like Becca when we wake up. I don't have like my eyelashes on. She actually had more makeup on when she would wake up with the guys tonight than she did on their dates, which I found to be <laughs> absolutely fascinating. Good for her. By the way, this is why I like the fantasy suite uh, dates or the fantasy suite week. Because you really never know you love somebody until you smell their morning breath. (laughs) Yeah. So it's weird, too, because the way they film this is you want to know, like, the first thing, the first shot you see, you're trying to just figure out if they banged. Like, everybody's trying to figure it out. And I thought that her and Garrett definitely did. Until I saw him get out of bed and realized he was wearing his like boxers on underneath. He obviously could have put those on. And plus, Thailand he, is hot. Did he, you see how sweaty everybody was? Yeah, it's gross. I don't know. That that sounds like a nightmare. I I don't know if I'd want to actually. I wouldn't do well there at all. I'd be. I mean, I want to go to Thailand. I actually do want to check that place out, but I don't think I'd do well in the heat. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they did, but. It's they so they're you, very vague as to what they they always keep it super vague, especially yeah. in the climate we live in now in 2018, where nobody wants to talk about whether people bang or not, which mm. I think in this case, it's The Bachelor. We should be allowed to. I have this feeling that her and Gar- uh, her and Blake, excuse me, I think that they probably talked a lot, mm-hmm. maybe did some second, third base kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Her and Garrett, I think think smashed because I (laughs) I think smashed I really she's just not that she's not fully sexually attracted to Blake I feel like they have more of an emotional connection as Mm -hmm. they say and I feel like she just wanted to jump on Garrett although have you noticed something about our friend Becca the Bachelorette she has never met the opportunity to run jump and hug somebody that she's never met the opportunity that she didn't like she she is so good at running and jumping and hugging people and i feel like if you're the bachelorette you have to be super good at that she's really good at that with blake i find like she She did it with everybody uh i don't know i feel i feel like she runs jumps and wraps her legs around blake every time i don't know if she does it with garrett i'm i'm reading into everything at this point same everything (laughs) Like everything she does, everything they say, I'm trying to analyze it. I, I'm I'm still Team Blake, um, but man, it's they they're making it super tough to to figure it out as they should be. I mean, it's it's to keep you watching, and we still have to go through another bullshit week of basically them just the guys tell all before we actually get to the the final episode. It's just like, all right, let's drag this out as much as we can. So, I mean, what do you think about? her relationship with 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 Blake. Let's I want to say about this that. about the episode overall. I thought overall it was a snoozer. And I think that they were really just reaching, especially with the Jason stuff. Jason didn't need to go back. Jason was probably coaxed by producers to say, "Hey man, you think you really got your last word in there? Oh, you made a book? Why don't you give her the book?" Like I felt like that <laughs> whole Jason we all knew and people on Twitter are just They're all so phony. Oh, justice for Jason. Jason for the next Bachelor. He was never going to make it 
to the final two. No, I never thought he was either. But uh, to answer your question about uh, her and Blake. Well, wait a minute. Uh, All right, so go back to go back to Jason. If we're on the Jason okay. train, I I honestly, yeah, I never saw it with them like together, uh, them making it. Um, but I do find it a little interesting that Jason, it's like it was like a week or whatever. So he literally went home and then flew back to Thailand. No, he had been there. No, no, no. He they they kept him there. They maybe, usually they send him home though because of course. He, but they were like, oh, stick around and then. But what you saw was probably only over the course of two or three days. There is no way that they no. I don't know, but he even said he's like it's been a really tough week. I mean, I who knows? Just, they could have said that, but I'm yeah. just saying, like when he said that, I was like, I think he was just referring to just how many days they were there and whatnot. No, he definitely didn't go home. He stayed. Yeah, you never put. know. But I mean, yeah, actually, when you think about it, it's probably only like a day because fantasy suite. I think it's like a, a day or two. But um, yeah, him coming back, I feel like it was like he needed the Becca drug and he needed a little bit of closure. And then it was just awkward, like them ending it. He's like, "All right, I'll see you later." Love you. See you later. Talk to you soon. It was like, no, not really. Like, it was just like so awkward to watch. But I understand where he's coming from. I think he did need to kind of talk to her and he needed to find out why she decided to send him home because he really didn't get any answers from her. She was very vague, just said that she didn't see it with him. But you get that far with somebody you definitely see something, but I think he just needed a little bit more closure. That's all. I think there was a very good indication when she had two panic attacks while she was on her dates with, or that date with yeah, him. Yeah, I mean, I think I think he knew it was coming, um, but it all kind of happened so fast. You know what I mean? It was like the first, the first thing. Like who knows? Like she could have had like something going on that personal that she didn't really want to like get into with him. But then the second time. Where she was like, can you excuse me for a moment? And she was gone for, I would say, at least a half hour because they had time to kind of like do their little, I don't know what's going on right now, I think. The, in the moments, they call them. Yeah, whatever. I mean, I think that they basically were, you know, they brought him into a room like, tell me what's going on right now. So it's like, that was like a good half hour. She like stepped away. It wasn't like a five minute thing where like she found out he was a virgin or something, you know? Yeah, I yeah. know. But I, again, I think that as soon as they, they mentioned when they were... um on that date about their future together. And he oh, the said the rise. word high rise. She started freaking out. And then yeah. that was it. But I just want to put the Jason thing to bed. I think it's interesting that she kept saying how good of a kisser Jason was. And poor Jason, Mr. Beautiful Lips, never made it to the fantasy suite. Yeah. Well, you know, she didn't want to actually, you know, find out she liked it too much only to be like, I'm not going to get that again. So, <laughs> oh, boy. Um, but whatever. I mean, who knows? It, Jason, uh, a lot of people out there like Jason. So, you know, Team Jason, uh, hopefully, uh, you know, he finds somebody. Um, but as far as Blake goes, um, he was the first one to go on his date into the fantasy suite. I've been saying this the entire time. Like I said, I'm Team Blake, but I relate to that guy so much he is like the most in, real person and i said this to you tonight in what way do you relate to him though? okay so all right so when we were talking about like anybody else who's who's had a hard time dealing with with girls or whatever or like um like or dealing with being on the bachelorette was that was jp from like seasons ago I think yes. it was like the first season i ever watched ashley and jp that's how i got you hooked on the bachelor yeah. drug 
Yeah. So, and I was like, and that guy was struggling. Like he really, he really loved the girl and like was, didn't know what to do if like it wouldn't work out. And like, and Blake is the same way. And I relate to him in a way where I meet, what I mean by that is I would be the same exact way. I would react the same exact way that he does in almost every situation. Well, he was His, acting and, paranoid well, and but insecure. I, no, and... but I don't. I don't think that you. Yeah, but when you say that, it's it's not paranoid. Be you know for the or insecure for the wrong reasons. You're literally putting your heart on the line, and she's. You don't. You don't know what your what her relationship is with with someone else. So you spend the entire time dissecting it and being like, I don't understand how she can have this strong of a connection with somebody else when I feel the way I do. And like, you know, like you, you know, in past relationships, when you're in love with somebody, you know, like you focus on that one person and that one person solely. And that's the only person that you guys are in it together. It's like, I'm going on another date with her. You're not thinking about, her going on a date with somebody else in between you, you know, your date and the next date. You know what I mean? So I feel like being in a situation like that before where I've actually, uh, me and like a friend of mine were both into the same girl and then Spoiler kind of found alert, out, it was not me kind of found out down the line that it, that we were kind of being played in a sense. And once I found that out, it was like a lot of questions, you know? And I feel like, whenever I see him questioning things, I kind of have a little bit of a flashback to that, you know? So when I say like, I kind of relate to that, you know, like, does this girl feel the way she does about me, the way that she says she, you know, it's crazy, man. So like, I understand what he's going through and I understand what both of them are going through, but, um, yeah, dude, it's, it's got to mess with your head. I don't see how it can, you know? I, I think it's interesting. The dates that they chose for both of them, because, you know, we, we've kind of learned that Garrett's a bit of a goof. Yeah. He doesn't come off as somebody that takes a whole lot of things seriously. Sometimes he does. Sometimes I feel like he wears his heart on his sleeve. Sometimes I can take him seriously. But you couldn't take somebody like that into some temple where, you know, you can't even kiss in there. Mm. And I, I pictured I pictured Blake and Becca more in, in that setting. And then I pictured Garrett and Becca uh, boating down the poopy elephant river. Yeah, that was gross water. So there's definitely, she's a different Becca with both of them. And that's yeah. how we've sort of seen these seasons go where she's maybe more playful with Garrett, but a little bit more serious with Blake. See, I see the opposite. I see her more playful with Blake. I mean, with, uh, with, with Garrett and more serious. That's what I meant. That's what I said. She's... Oh, I thought you said it backwards. No. Well, whatever. I yeah, I think that she yeah, I think she's more playful with Garrett and and serious with Blake. She has serious conversations with him, which I feel like you need to have. And and I feel like you know, Garrett says all like the right things, but he's always just kind of like he never I, I feel like he never comes across with any indication that like he's nervous about this, except for like a couple times at the end of the episode. You know, where he's always like, yeah, you know, like, I feel the same way. And like, I can't, I'm excited. Like, yeah, totally. Like, I just, you know, and then you got Blake and he's like, I, I just want you to know like how serious I am. And like, I really do love you. And like, this is for real and I'm in it, you know? And, and yeah, Garrett can be the same way. And like, we're starting to see in previews of him getting 
more emotional than I think we've seen him the entire season, which makes you realize like his feelings are strong for her. But man, I don't know. I just I'm I I don't know, man. I just think I I think she's better with Blake, but you know, and I'm not just saying that because I've been saying that since the beginning. Like I'm seriously still looking at both of them, and I just I don't know. I just see a more realistic relationship with Blake. When when Garrett says to like I've never felt this way before, and he makes all these comments, I just keep wondering what that first wife must be thinking. Is she's obviously watching these episodes, and if she says in the press that she's not, she is a big fat liar. I just can't imagine. I can't imagine it as somebody who has been married before. But, and again, like we see these sort of, what did you think of that whole scene where he said, Hey, I've got a job. He's a medical sales rep. I've got a job where I can move anywhere. I can go anywhere. And I love that. I love when a guy supports his woman, obviously. And, and vice versa. It's, it's 50, 50, two way street. Right. But it gave me these, kind of glimmers of the kind of guy that just sort of goes along with the flow. That's what I'm saying, is being, man. Is learned to be bossed around, but then later on is like, oh, I never stood up for myself. Well, that's kind of what I thought too, where he was, I had two shades of, of thought on that. One would be, oh yeah, like he's going to support her, right? Like I can move, like I want to be with you. Like I'll do what I have to do to to make that happen. And he did say like, and you know, hopefully we can meet somewhere in the middle. He did say that. But there was that other part of me that was like, okay, so he's already thrown in the towel to to go like, ah, like whatever, like screw what I have going on. But like, I'll go where you need to go. I love that. I respect that. But at the same time, it's like, are you just, is are you providing lip service? Are you just saying that to say that? Well, I think that she, um, she liked that about him, that he was willing to actually move to be with her. That was like, that was a plus in her book. Um, you know, uh, Blake, he's a sales rep. I'm pretty sure that he could, you know, get a job. Yeah, he's in liquor sales. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure he could find a job wherever, you know, and who knows? I mean, like, who's to say that like Becca won't have, you know, uh, live out where one of they that where they live you know what i mean who knows i mean that's something that you figure out down the line i think after this but there but there are also questions that they haven't really asked each other yet and what i've noticed about the people who end up on these particular shows they always have these sort of fluid jobs that allow them to kind of move around and to mm-hmm. kind of follow whether it's real estate or in becca's case pr uh, or sales it seems like they don't really have these careers that are I'm not saying that they're not stable. They're all successful in their own way, but they don't have those careers where they literally can't move. Like the other person will have to go to them. A couple things I found interesting about this episode, which I will admit was a kind of a snoozer. I think I already said that. Anyway, Ari just getting way too much play in this episode. Becca should just refer to him as an ex or the guy I used to date or it's just, it made me feel weird that I kept hearing Ari's name. And if we were playing a drinking game during tonight's episode, we would have been wasted. Yeah, well, th- she she did mention something that I thought was a little over the top where she sent Jason home like before they went into the fantasy suite. She's like, I just did the same thing that Ari did to me. It's like, no, you didn't. Like, you didn't like agree to be with him and then realize you're going to go with somebody else. Like, you guys had the fantasy suite. Some shit went down. You got engaged. Four months later, you're like, he breaks up with you. So don't even like say that's close because it's not. I feel like that was a producer feeding words in a little bit. It was just a little ridiculous over the top bullshit. I mean, she sent the guy home to prevent, you know, like serious heartbreak, even though it was pretty bad. So, 
you know, but he handled it like a class act, you know, for, for the most part. But I don't know, man. Yeah, a snoozer. I didn't really, I don't know if I felt it was a snoozer. I felt, you know, you're just going to, they're going to take more time to make it a two-hour episode and drag things out if they need to. But I found a lot of, I, I got to see more of Thailand than I thought I was going to. How about when it's the Blake and Becca date and they say, oh, we can't kiss in the sacred ground. Yet you can bring a full-on camera crew into the sacred ground? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Especially when they were like filming the monks talking. I was like, okay, that's a little weird. But you can't kiss. Yeah. I also thought it was interesting. Uh, I noticed this because like you said, you're trying to pay attention to everything. I'm also a little observant. When Becca was on her date with Jason, she was wearing this really cute little outfit, little crop top outfit. But I noticed that when they were going into, whether you want to call it sacred ground, whether you just want to call it this down the street, she had to put a little wrap around her. And I'm wondering if that's because she was showing a little too much leg, which made me really appreciate being an American and getting to wear whatever I want. <laughs> Real talk. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I did think the... The secret ground thing was a little like cheese balls. Like, okay, we can't touch now. It's like, oh, this is the freaking bachelorette. Like, okay, cool. You know, but I don't know. It was a little dumb. So next couple weeks look very interesting. We got the mental all next week. Now, a lot of people were wondering if Lincoln would be making an appearance ever since his the charges yeah, of yeah, assault yeah. Yeah. since he had been on the show. I'm hearing and what I'm reading is that they don't even ask him to come on the show. Number one, they don't want a felon on the show. Number two, it makes ABC look bad for even casting a felon or whoever yeah. was doing the casting. I'm sure Jordan will be there. Jordan will definitely be there. And now, he's going to go up against the bird. Exactly, the chicken. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of Jordan, we know that Jordan ends up on Bachelor in Paradise. Now, Wells, you remember Wells? Yeah, I remember Wells. So he's back, hey, back as the bartender. He tweeted something interesting just a little while ago. He said, there might be someone from Bachelor in Paradise that you'll want to be the next Bachelor. Just saying. Now, this makes me think the following. Remember Joe the Grocer, who we all fell in love with after week one yeah, and he yeah, got yeah. tossed away? Yeah. Well, he ends up on Bachelor in Paradise. I don't get it. I don't, just don't get why she didn't pick me. <laughs> I got bananas and eggplant. Come on. Yeah, I got to go back to Chicago. But we all loved him. So yeah. he ends up on Bachelor in Paradise. What I'm reading and what I'm hearing is that he and Kendall. Remember Kendall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, from our season. Yeah. Well, they end up getting a little bit romantic in Bachelor in Paradise and okay. it doesn't work out. Okay. This sets it up perfectly so that he could easily be the next Bachelor. Because who would actually have him be the, the next Bachelor after only one week on a show? But give him a few more weeks on Bachelor in Paradise, get us get us to get to him, uh, we get to know him a little bit more. Yeah, but you don't think it would be Garrett or Blake if one of them obviously doesn't get chosen? I feel like that's the prime candidate for if it. If Blake does not get chosen, Blake would definitely be a prime candidate. You were correct. Yeah, I feel like the Bachelor in Paradise is kind of like, you know, like the the joke show. Of... But look what happened with Nick Vial. Nick had gone on No, no, I know that. The but Bachelorette I'm, but I'm just then... saying. But I'm, but I'm just saying, like, that was... That was a little different, I feel like. And, and I feel like Ari was just kind of like, they were like, we got to find somebody. Who's this guy from 10 years ago? Like, you know, I, I think... Waste. Um, I mean, made for good TV. I mean, they're still talking Sometimes. about him. So, hey, and he's, he found what he was looking for. So good for him. But I mean, like, I don't know. I feel like it would make sense to, for Garrett or, or Blake to be the next Bachelor if this didn't turn out, uh, whoever it doesn't turn out well for. So, um I don't know, man. It's getting close. It's it's too close to call right now. I mean, I'd like to say it's like election night. Too close to call. It is. We're, I mean, we're we're definitely. Um, it's it's going to be tough, man. I'm. 
I don't know. How uncomfortable would you be waking up with somebody that you've never spent the night with and having a camera crew with all eyes on you? I feel like they... I feel like they wait until they kind of wake up or I give know. them a, like a wake up call. And then they're like, all right, guys, like we're getting ready to come in. Like, but this is like America seeing you without your shirt on as a dude. Like granted, Blake, oh, please. all these guys are like, I said, are 0% body fat. That's like the last thing that they're worried about. Oh, cool. Like, and I'm going to like, please Blake like, looking set. good. What a, he has a long torso, just like me. Just like, Only I don't look like that, yeah, but yeah, thank God. I respect long torsos. Yeah, Becca, nice pecs. We didn't see Garrett. Did we see Garrett without a shirt on? Not that I know. I'm not trying to objectify men. 2018, I get it. But yeah, no, he kind of had a shirt on, but was like covering up whatever he wasn't wearing with like the covers. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, so I just weird. this is why it's so funny sometimes. They're just like, hi, good morning. Yeah. Oh. I had a great time with you. I just used Listerine and like, and I honestly just, I, they put my makeup on. Yeah. yeah. I did not wake up like this. Yeah. Whatever. It's like, you, you know that they woke up like all sticky and like, <laughs> like mosquitoes stuck to the friggin' tent they were in. I could not believe when she was having her panic attacks, couldn't somebody get homegirl a hair elastic? My, the back of my neck, like the nape of my neck was sweating for her because she's over here freaking out about the damn high-rise apartment and nobody is giving her a hair elastic. It's not that bad. I honestly think if, if anything, why wouldn't they give, well, I, uh, well, obviously Blake and her had like, I would assume like an AC room where Garrett had like that, that mosquito, you know, whatever, like the, all the mosquitoes were outside the tent, like humid setting for like the, the fantasy suite. But then it's like, if you go back to Ari season, like him and Becca were like sleeping together in that, like, what was it? Like a, <laughs> what do you call those things? It's like a teepee mm. uh, in uh, the desert. Like who wants to sleep Facts. there? Like it was just, like so gross. Like how hot that must have been. I'm all set with that. So I don't know, man. It's 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 weird, but hey, man. Blake got some AC. That's that's what I prefer. A best part of the whole episode was the end. You always have to because they haven't really been doing bloopers or, or ending credit or whatever because they go right into the proposal. But I loved how that moment when all Blake wanted to do was pee was probably one of the most real moments of this entire season. Yeah. And like, I gotta pee. And then Garrett's like, oh, I gotta pee. <laughs> yeah, I pee. Um, and then he's like, can I go? And then he like ran off. So to go behind one of the statues. Um, I'm looking yeah. forward to the next two weeks. I look forward to Men Tell All. And of course, we look forward to the finale where we definitely know what happens. But I mean, Reality Steve can get it wrong. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I think, why? Wow, what has Reality Steve said? I mean, he's called Garrett since the beginning, but a lot of people have said that. And a there was that picture that was posted on TMZ that looked a lot like Garrett. And I will say, I paid very close attention to that because it shows the last episode and the dress that she's wearing in the episode matches the picture where Garrett is with her. But then again, like... They're both they, tall white guys. Yeah, but but then again, like, no, nah, that was... In that picture, I will say that definitely is Garrett. However, um, when you meet up with somebody on the set and they're filming it... The, both guys are going to be talking to her and next to her at some point. Weren't they kissing though in that picture? I don't think so. Okay. Um, I'd have, I'd have to look at it again, but who knows? I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, and I'm just looking forward to a lot of fights on uh, Men Tell All, and it's definitely going to be Jordan like going back and forth and getting in people's heads, and it's going to be, and then like Becca's going to come out and you know say like, well, you know, I can't see anything, but. 
that was really hard to watch. And let me answer, let me answer your questions. And you know, Chris Harrison is going to get like a hundred million for this. You know, <laughs> so uh, yeah, have you had a good week? Um, <laughs> cool. So uh, yeah, Jordan has some questions for you. Like a hundred million dollars for just like leading that episode, doing absolutely nothing. So, but uh, yeah, so I guess we'll see what happens. Um, we got two weeks left. And I have to pee like Blake. Okay, cool. Sick. Well, uh, on that note, with that being said... If you did not receive a rose, take a moment, say your goodbyes. Bye! Bye. The Bachelor After Party with Becca and Tony will be released every Monday night following the episode, and you can find us on Podbean and iTunes.